Tim. Um, okay, guys, are we about to dive into this? Bit? Wait, first, this this submarine. Crazy. <laughs> is that not crazy? Oh, the missing sum- <laughs> is it a missing submarine? The missing, well, I guess submersible. I guess it's technically not a submarine. Aren't but... I thought that like they should be dead right now, right? Or they have a couple more hours? Yeah, it was like 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Oh, okay, so we're still good. Yeah, <laughs> we're still good. They got they got a couple hours to find them. Um, that'd be a terrible way to go, man. I just it would be tough. It would be really tough. I are you just you like gonna try and kill yourself a different way besides running out of oxygen, or what are you doing at that point? I'm opening the hatch. We're all dying together. I'm not fucking drowning. No. <laughs> a billion times rather die. No, I, I'm running out of oxygen. I'm. It's this. Is it not the same thing? Drowning and oxygen asphyxiation. Uh, oxygen pass out. Oxygen would be slower. Yeah. Well, I think it'd be good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah, you would, you would like start to feel tired and weak, and then eventually you would pass out, and then eventually you'd it would just be carbon dioxide poisoning. I bet, right? Yeah, at the end, at the end of the day, probably because you're not breathing oxygen, you're just breathing in. CO2. Yeah, yeah, no clue. What if they have? What if they have a really, really strong um, potted plant that just is dominating the CO two and that's just churning out oxygen? About. That's what we're not talking about. That that could be the way to get it done. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Just have a full greenhouse inside. No, my thing, my thing is I was telling Brooke, like that would really suck for me because it's just so avoidable. Like you don't need to be down there. You exactly. really don't. Like I get it, it's exciting. You're looking for the Titanic, but like is it was the same. Yeah, looking for the Titanic. And then it's the same thing. Like, if someone offered you to go out into space right now, like, it'd be hard to say no. But I'm like, do I really need to? Like, like, yeah, I'd say yes. There's a lot of space is an easier yes for me than the the depths of the ocean. I'm not going to the depths of the Mm -hmm. ocean, no matter what's happening. Like, we don't know what's down there. Space is an easier yes for sure. But I'm still like, well, do I need to to risk it? I don't think you need to. And I feel uh, also, Apparently, less people have been to the depths that they're at than the amount of people that have been in space. I believe it. So it's like a more exclusive club. Here's what I want to know: like, do they just not know which way is up? Like, they just keep going. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> so no, dude, like, I think, I think, like, a, it's so dark, you literally don't know which way is up. Right. B, um, I think once you get that deep, like, they might just be dead already like, mm-hmm. like I, I think the i think the whole like when they run out of oxygen thing but like people have found I'm, the titanic before haven't they yeah but it's it's literally it covers a giant space and so they don't know if they are just off course or if they're like stuck underneath the titanic and they can't differentiate between a titanic wreckage and the actual ship itself because people so, found the titanic we know where the titanic is exactly so they have like a two mile radius that they're working with or whatever but or no, it's way more than two miles. They said it's twice the size of Connecticut. Okay, so seven, eight miles. I don't know how big Connecticut is. Uh, I bet you Connecticut's probably two hundred miles. Yeah, Could, that seems reasonable. The fact that you even have no, a guess. Or, or even less, or even less, because Washington is two hundred fifty from Seattle all the way to the other side of the state to Walla Walla. So Connecticut's less than that. Oh, it's so fair. tiny. That's like a hundred. Google. Yeah, I was gonna say I got us. I got us, boys. Stay up. I mean, you're looking for a 21 foot ship in the multiple hundreds of miles, like square miles. 70. Yeah. Wow. 100 miles by 70 miles. Mm. So not that big. Michael's theory is that. Three years from now, he could have a kid in a mortgage. I don't. I don't think I could have solved it with penners. But... Jules' second clue was dialed. It just led horse to water kind of shit. How lucky that we get to do this for a living! So excited to talk about this, guys. I miss y'all. I miss talking with y'all. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for listening to another episode of Voting in the Majority. I am Andrew Harvey, joined as always by my lovely co-hosts bryce Mulder and michael gutierrez gentlemen how are we doing this evening i'm doing well loving life excited to be here it's been too long we haven't released an episode in multiple weeks um we haven't talked in multiple weeks 
so I'm excited to get back to it. Yeah. It's been busy and I it's hand up my fault, pretty much my fault that we haven't um hand up that we haven't uh, met. I've been moving apartments. I was traveling back home. So it's uh it's on me. It's really good to see you guys. I actually just finished up episode two three minutes before we hopped on our FaceTime. So uh love that. I'm jazzed. I'm absolutely jazzed. Are you liking the new uh, place? The new place is okay. Um, it's growing on me a lot, so I'm trying to maintain some saltiness that I came in with. Yeah. So it, Give it a week. It is really nice, though. Right. Um, as Michael alluded to, and as you guys can tell from the title of this episode, we are kicking off a rewatch of Survivor Season 13, Cook Islands. This is uh, one of our favorite seasons. We... This was the first season we watched all the way through other than season 40 winners at war as a group. It It is an emotional one for us. We, we have a lot of connection to it, but man, it's a great strategic season. There's a lot of fun moves, a lot of great characters. We're, we, I know we're all really excited, but Bryce, what's, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about this, uh, this season of survivor? Um, I feel like you want me to say one answer, but I'm going to say greatness. I think there's so many good players but the word I believe you want me to say is race. And that's what I think when we look at this season is race. I, it's not even at all what I was trying to dig at, but we can jump right to it. It, it is a big <laughs> thing. The, this is the only season of Survivor for probably good reason that they did this. They split the first tribes up according to race. There's four tribes of five members. Uh, we have the, we'll just run through it really quick. The I2 tribe. We have the Puka tribe, the Hiki tribe, and the Raro tribe, and they're all split up by race. And so there, there's a lot of talk about it in the first episode that we'll get to. Bryce has some quotes that he found particularly interesting, but it'll be a through line, I think mostly through the early part of the season. And then by the time we get to the merge, if I remember correctly, there's not a ton of reference to it. It's still there a little bit, but it kind of fades into the background. Yeah, yeah I think, I mean, first... My first instinct is they really give, like, as soon as you start hearing about where people are from, they really give the white tribe a huge advantage just in terms of like, there's no pre or disadvantage that like, there's less like differentiation between people from the United States than there are with people that are from Vietnam, people that are from Korea, like people that are, you know what I mean? They're from entirely different countries as opposed to being from yeah, different parts of the same like, country. They're but very also, similar socially in, in a lot of ways. Like they probably like they seem like they kind of get along or they connect on different levels. Or they at least understand why each other is behaving the way that they are. Like they like, oh, I know someone like I know someone like this. Mm. I get that. But no, I get that. But I also want to say, like, I love that they dive into the the race on the first episode, two episodes, three episodes, whatever it is, because in a way it's fascinating to me. Like I kind of enjoy how, like it obviously has this taboo um, in the history of Survivor, but I like these episodes. Like I really find these episodes intriguing. I don't know if you feel the same way, Harv. No, I definitely do. And Jeff loves to say it. Survivor's the greatest social experiment there is. And it they, oftentimes we see in just regular season of Survivor outside of Cook Islands, we see people gravitate to at least, if not like, season shifting alliances like temporary alliances according to gender according to race according to like very obvious divisions that we we talk about a lot in society in this season they just happen to really put it in our face and say hey we are splitting you up by race it just it it's not necessarily good or bad it's just different it's something that they tried and because they made it so in our face the contestants i felt i think they felt empowered and like they should talk about it and they did and some they all talked about mm -hmm. it in their own way. We'll we'll talk about Cowboy a lot, I'm sure, in these first few episodes. He's got his own way to talk about it. And everyone else, like it, it's just that's society. People all mm -hmm. approach this one particular subject of race in different ways. And it's just interesting to see it play out. Also, really interesting to see it play out in 2007 with a 2023 mm -hmm. mindset because so it's much crazy. has changed in the last 16 years. We as a society have learned so much, and it's just uh, a different mm -hmm. lens that we're we're seeing it in. It is, but I wrote in my notes, like, it perfectly, like, they could not have casted a perfect, or more perfect cast. It perfectly encapsulates what I think about 2007, 
Like it just gives off 2007 in a vibe. Like, you know what I mean? And they divide it by race. So that's like out there. But then they also have like the Hiki tribe is divided by sex right now. Like the problems of the times are just like in your face. So I think they could not have done a better job with that. Um, no, I, I agree. They could not have done a better job in that sense. Um, but also, I think it's important that we do remember that Billy identifies as metal. He doesn't identify as Hispanic. <laughs> if so, there was just a metal tribe, he probably would have fit in better. That's direct quote. I love that one. So I just want to, you know, we we make it, they are deeper than their look because we got metal. We talk on this podcast a lot about greatness survivor all time mm-hmm. you know st- strategists all time chameleons that can go back and forth we, we talk about it all great word as, choice. as far as a two episode and really one episode run goes billy is he stands alone he he does he did more damage in 80 minutes of television than maybe anyone ever it's just unbelievable mm-hmm. it's he's he's incredible top notch in you like if you're a survivor fan, you know Billy's name. There's not a lot of players, like you're saying. There's not a lot of players voted up that early. You remember names. Um, so we we'll, we'll talk about race as it comes up. We mentioned, I think Bryce, you hit on it. There's a lot mm-hmm. of great characters in this one. Off off the top of our head, we'll, we're gonna name a few as they make great plays, we'll we'll talk about them more. But there are so many players that come back for multiple seasons. Um, just off the top of my head, players that play multiple seasons from this one in no particular order. Ozzy comes back, Harv comes back, Henner comes back, Yule comes back. Is there anyone else? Candace comes does, back. Does 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 Adam come, come back? back? Does Cowboy come back? Does Adam? Come no, back? Cowboy doesn't come back. I don't want. I want to say Adam doesn't, but um, yeah, he only played one season. Um, yeah, I think you got them all. I don't think Cowboy. Yeah, did. but I there's like I'm I'm, I'm that's five. Yeah, man, two, actually, is what I'm doing. Three, yeah, man, four, yeah. Five. There's five players that come back from this five season. players a quarter of the times. season plays. That's times. really really incredible. This is one of the best first casts of all time. It's right up there with China with Kagayan. It's it's top notch. It's I can't even explain it. Some of the best strategists, some of the best storytellers, some of the best everything you could possibly imagine. And then before we really get into it, into it, felt so good to hear Jeff say 39 days again. Felt, oh mm. my gosh. Great it, point. I didn't, so I didn't appreciate good. that in the moment. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Um, And then exactly the same thing about the roster that we had. As soon as we hear Cowboy's name and like, cause I watched the intro, I wanted to see like who's on, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. what I usually skip over. And seeing his name, and then you followed up with Yule, Parr, Candace, Penner. It's just like, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, and you didn't even oh. say, you know, Ozzy in there, too. Oscar. So, yeah. Oscar. 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 Sorry, Oscar. Yeah, as, uh, as he's known. Um, to Stephanie, is that her name? Uh, yeah. Christine. No, Christine. Christina. 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 I will say um, the, the 39 days thing, I, I had a note about. It's just so nice. We got like a six minute scene of the the Hiki tribe struggling to make fire. And like they were down and they were unhappy. We got confessionals of how bad it was. And then they finally got it and they're up and it's exciting. And it's just like that doesn't happen at all. Like maybe like a 30 second, a minute, like we saw Carson making fire. We, we talked about that a lot. But like there wasn't a ton of like at camp, the emotions and we're we're getting mm-hmm. to know the players and like. Mm-hmm. it's just it's just a different brand it's really fun but it was also like because that was seku right who yeah seku got it eventually. and then he and then he was like you know what he's like if you guys vote me out there's no more fire and she's like <laughs> where's the fire <laughs> so i love those those interactions like you're saying uh, and i and i want to go back to nostalgia though because them starting on a boat and having to collect items and then also uh, just the intro and all the names being run through so nostalgic like that is prime time the best version of survivor right there yep nothing Dude, the boat flashy, is so fun nothing flashy mm-hmm. we're just out we're getting after it exactly exactly like, yeah it was uh yeah it was i'm just, just imagining myself coming home from a hard day of sixth grade 
on a Wednesday night and watching an episode, you know? Just a oh. day. Yeah. He had to he had to get that math homework in and it was just brutal. And mm-hmm. Comes home and Jeff makes him feel happy again. Exactly. I live for the Billy moments. That's what I want to say. The the other thing I want to talk about is how Candace and Parv start flirting on night one. They said, mm-hmm. we know exactly what's going on right now. And if we could just sit with this Raro tribe for a second, I wouldn't mind just to discuss kind of the dynamics that we have going on here. Let's yeah. list them out. Candace Parv and Flicka. Flicka. And then Adam and Jonathan Penner. Exactly. Three three women, two men. Um, Candace and Parv instantly get to work, as you say. Instantly. It's over in a matter of minutes. But then, what are they doing? They're like, Adam is, I, I guess we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but Adam is like, guys, we should not be building a floor right now. Like, we should not be. It's like, you are maybe the stupidest. stupidest. <laughs> he, they explained it to him like two, three, four different ways. Like here, we don't want to sleep on the wet, cold floor. We want to be above it so there's no bugs crawling on us. We want to have a, something firm so we're not hurting our back. And every single time he's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why are we doing this? And he just continues to ask people, well, I just want to know what you like. Oh, you like this idea too? Okay, well, I just want to show you. <laughs> And all of them were like, "Yeah, it feels like." A good and he idea, was, dude. he was getting turned up about it too. Like he was not being yeah. quiet. It was a we're in your face, and that's just that is early Survivor, man. Mm-hmm. People are getting into it instantly. Like there's a lot more head to head as opposed to mm-hmm. now, where it's like you say something to me, and I'm like, and kind of turn away and like don't really do anything about it. And, and yeah, well then, yeah. And the best part of the whole story is. It was on night four when this conversation <laughs> happened because they had built nothing. <laughs> right, right. Nice. Business. Versus like the African-American tribe or the African-American tribe, the Hispanic tribe, the Asian tribe, all of them, like one of the first things that they said, we all have that work ethic. Like all of us are like yeah. hard workers. And meanwhile, the Rero tribe has done nothing. nothing. Not one They've just thing. been chatting. Just chilling. Flirting, just flirting. Flirting, flirting. Oh man. Um, another Billy, Billy moment when we're talking about tribe construction. When he wanted to take charge, and then he starts whacking the bamboo against <laughs> that tree, and Ozzy's like, "Yeah, he he doesn't know what he's doing. He has no idea." It's a it's a lot of fun. Let's uh let's jump right into episode one, right? Yeah. So the first thing we see is the boat scene, which is just a ton of fun. It's like we were talking about one of the the vestiges of old Survivor that we miss a lot. These really exciting start of the season sequences. Anything stand out? Penner steals the chicken. That was an iconic moment that comes up a little bit later. Anything else uh, early on that you guys enjoyed? Trying to think. Well, we had cowboy cracking jokes on the boat right away. That's tough. Um, I really enjoyed Jeff yelling at everyone, get off the boat. Like his old yeah. man, get off my lawn energy. Uh, but nothing really stands out on the boat, Michael. Um, I just always loved watching them. I always loved watching them jump in the water. Like, mm. I just think that, that looks really, really fun. On the boat sequence in particular, or just at any point, like in the challenges yeah. or on the boat sequence in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I just think that that would be a really cool, experience. or like you know what I mean, like getting the like getting into the water. Like I think that'd be mm-hmm. really. And it's just like, like the rush of adrenaline. It's you're starting Survivor, and it's just like exactly. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. And you're like you're realizing your dream. Yeah, totally. Um. So right after that, we we start getting into some of the quotes that Bryce is talking about. So I'm gonna turn it over to you, Bryce. But we we start off with one of my favorite ones with uh, Parvati saying, "Different ethnic groups. Is that kosher?" <laughs> that's that's uh i to be honest what what is what is she trying to get out here like is she just it's the good it's the good old days way of saying pc it's amazing mm, fair enough it's just how simple language used to be I, I love that um that's that that makes sense but okay sorry i lost my place here all right so Parv was one of the people that spoke while they were paddling, right? Like four people spoke. Another person, Sundra, said, I could care less about racial lines. When it comes to surviving, it's a human effort. 
I you think, think they fed her that one? You think they fed her that one, or that is something that she came up with all on her own? I want to say that she, is a bar. It's a bar. It's a bar, yeah. right? That a human like effort. Yeah. That's a like Sundra. Yeah. That's a Sundra. Yeah. So um Aussies doesn't really matter. But Yule's quote, another bar here. He said, on the one hand, it's a great opportunity for people because there's more minorities represented, but on the other side, it may be dangerous and play to racial stereotypes and caricatures. That's a bar as well. That's well <laughs> said. Awesome. Which one's Yule again? Yule he, is on the Puka tribe. Puka is correct. Yeah. Yep, he's not far. he's not cowboy on the Puka tribe. Understood. And <laughs> or um what's the other guy's name? Brad. 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 Yes, Brad. Brad. That's right. Dude. It's, yeah. it's interesting how, you know, these are the quotes they picked out. They're they're <laughs> they're peculiar quotes. Totally. All right. to- Sorry, keep going. Uh, another one so as we keep getting into it we're kind of jumping around between the tribes on the boats Mm -hmm. as they're getting to their their campsites billy says my parents paddled away from an island so i could have a good (laughs) life and here i am paddling back to one oh (laughs) he also goes on to say we're all uh latinos from the caribbeans or south america Mm -hmm. so we're all what how did he phrase it used to we're used they're to all, this climate. All all used to the elements. Yeah, we're all used to elements, so they're gonna have an advantage, which hell of a claim. That's a hell of a claim. Say that in his heavy metal shirt or heavy metal yeah. uh shirt and do-rag. Special stuff. Dude, that is the wildest outfit I think I've ever seen <laughs> on the island. That is I, my first note is what the fuck is Billy wearing? That's my first note. <laughs> it's brutal it is brutal. but he's you know what okay guys spoiler if you haven't seen billy goes home billy does not win survivor this is a season episode this is an episode one and episode two pod so the people have seen both definitely spoiler alert he doesn't win spoiler not a spoiler i don't think in my memory i thought he rolled over more than he did he put a little bit of effort in i think like yeah 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 Definitely. It was not it was not atrocious. He he had Effort, Christina effortless. he had Christina go out and put out some feelers and yep. he, tr- he tried, which you know, we'll yeah. take that. He dug himself that. into a corner and you know, he felt the pressure but nothing he could do. And yeah, let's I mean, be honest, I honest, I kind of disagree with you Michael. You you say Billy didn't win. He won. <laughs> he won. <laughs> he won. Billy has the greatest gift. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Billy. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It's down. Things start okay. rolling. Can I can I give you some quotes though from the um what yeah, is keep, this? Keep the, the quotes Hiki? coming. Yeah, yeah. All right, these are all from Hiki. Okay. Uh, Sundra's holding a machete and trying to cut something, and she says, This couldn't even cut cotton. They left that in. They did not have to leave that in. I okay. Then Seku is talking about something and he said i had a dream and then they all like start laughing he goes i had a dream <laughs> i completely missed that part and then seku they're building the 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 hut and he goes this is low income housing and everyone laughs like they intentionally left these in i just want to put that out there like this is 2007 people i just want survivor yeah. to realize that see but then and everyone laughs at those ones. And then we get to the other tribe. and it's a cowboy. Backing cowboy. Cowboy can't say something about three Vietnamese people. So <laughs> it is a funny, funny uh, experience. Um, yeah. That's just but, the differences. That's It's cultural differences. That's how people react. And it, honestly, it might not even be cultural differences. It's This is a sample of five people. These five people don't necessarily true. speak for an entire culture. Like, this is just how these five people are interacting. And it's just like absolutely it's, it's just all different it's this is how it works mm-hmm. and like they're also picked for problems like they pick yeah. what to come in and stir things up like there's a no, reason no, he's no, on no, this no. they thought but cowboy was gonna come in and be the diplomat and make yeah. peace between everyone <laughs> yes can we talk about the bad wind the bad Dude. wind i feel like so that was like he did it he got it right he the, the, what? the bad wind he pulls the bad wind out of the the, the brad forehead. brad for Brad and he did two for it for two. Two for yeah two. two for two with Jenny. That's right for Jenny. 
it's got to be a placebo. You got to just be like, what the hell is this well, guy doing? And that and makes so, you forget about it. It's a it's a headache, right? And so he puts this mark on you and says, when that mark goes away, you're healed. Headaches usually go away within a day or two. So he's no. just kind of like... <laughs> I didn't think he was saying that. I thought he was saying your mark will go away in a day or two, like a day. I thought that's what he was saying. I, I did think the same thing mid mid episode. And then when I heard it back again, I just want to come to Cowboys defense here. Yeah, it's going to be hey, a team. You can come to Cowboys defense. I'm a Cowboy fan. So Cowboy spelled C-A-O space B-O-I. Just for the record, just for people at home. That's yeah. how it's spelled. <laughs> He's just—he's really a legend, man. There's there's so many people outside of the five returners. There are so many legends just sprinkled throughout this yeah, season. Everywhere, it's I would consider yeah, I'd consider Seiku a legend. Shit. Um, <laughs> do you want to get to that first challenge? Before I don't a even quick, know what they did. a quick, I the first challenge we saw the, a quick sneak peek from the season for the season of our guy Ozzy. He's gonna be around for a little while. Just scampering up that tree real quick to grab some coconuts oh uh, that's Dude. a good one yeah. he is so much fun there's no then, there's no fear of being a threat there's no fear of being seen as mm-hmm. a provider there's none of that yeah that. and we just get this dude just enjoying himself and jp says this guy's gonna be good at survivor <laughs> like i like that little quote just that. acknowledging jp jp says that oh. <laughs> All right, let's get to the challenge. It was building the boat on the puzzle, spinning it around, come back, do the little thingamabobber, and you're good. What yep, a great yep. fucking challenge. Dude, it was. these first couple challenges, there's so many stages. There's like... Plank less... of wood is constant throughout. Like, you got to carry this with you throughout your journey. It's just a really good challenge. Yeah. Also, I feel like there's so many better ways to solve the puzzle than just throwing pieces around. If everyone just grabbed a puzzle piece and you just continually go, went around in a circle, would you not solve it really quickly? Like if you ha- are assigned one spot and you're just trying to put it everything into one spot. Can you, maybe, maybe only one person can be the one that puts it in. Which is I don't still, know. It would still work. It would still work. I'm just trying to. Yeah. yeah but either way, there's problems. Over. So you know how they were doing the Northeast Southwest, right? And then the people came in behind and were putting in the planks for the, the yep. staircase. If you watch the Rero tribe, Candace knew, had the first five planks already planned out. So she just ran up there and put them in. But then if you watch the other tribes, like I think it was um, Itutaki, like they were just, they, they weren't prepared. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I think that there was a difference in the tribes when I was watching it. I should talk you with prepared. Yes. Yes. No, no. We're no, talking, no. we're talking we're talking collusion. No, I should talk you was not Raru. Raru. Yes. Raru. She knew she, so this I'm is no, I'm with you. I'm just I'm just saying we did try and go through season 44 and find cheating and yes. collusion. I think here but we it, can date it back to the season 13. True, but it wasn't collusion. They were just like, oh, we're gonna be prepared. Like they were just prepared. Like I don't know if that's oh I thought you meant that like they got tipped off. Oh no like Candace just knew the five puzzle pieces because she was waiting while the other people while the other people were solving the puzzle joking. Damn. Anyway, that's my that's my qualm with this puzzle. Uh, and uh, the other thing is we have a this is a reward and an immunity, correct? Correct. They're giving out fire. They're giving out kerosene. Like, let's talk about how hard twenty six days is now when we talk about (laughs) what they're giving out in day thirty nine and day one. Dude, they they take fire away from you now. Like, if you lose a challenge, yeah, dude. They say you're gonna get your fire stomped out, and we're gonna take your flint. Yeah, that's a great question. So it's just wild that. Do you think there's a fire stomper? Is there someone yes. who's Tyson? Tyson he has said, said that? That, that that there have been times where they've gone back and they know their fires their fire's been stopped. I, I think, think I re- I vaguely remember that as well. Now that you say it, well, um, I'm gonna apply when that pops up on Indeed. <laughs> it's gonna be you better get get your film right. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, kerosene for a reward. That I also wanted that was something I did want to point out. Like yeah, holy yeah. shit. Fair enough. So Hiki tribe loses the challenge. They get to send someone to Exile Island 
a fun little twist. There's a a clue at well, Exile Island. Oh, the whole team doesn't get to choose. Well, like, oh, let's let's be clear. Just Nate and Seiko are going to make men. this decision. And uh, Penner, or not Penner, uh, Jeff points it out and he goes, so what was that about? And the women were like, well, they seem like they knew what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. Sundra said that. Sundra, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they pick Jonathan Penner. Nate says karma is a bizzle. As they should. Yes, yeah, they get, quote. get him back. He's like, I don't know his name, but the guy that stole the chicken, karma's a bizzle. <laughs> I love that quote from Nate. Nate is the great, right? Nate the great. That's what they say. Uh, so, Penner should have gone. Penner should have gone. Yeah, Good perfect, choice. perfect choice. So before we get to the Kiki tribe, Penner real quick goes to Exile Island. Seems pretty unhappy about it. Gets a clue about having to make a top grade. He correctly interprets that as making the letter A on the, the mast or whatever is right there. Kinda has the right idea, but then just doesn't really get anywhere. So no, no idol is found this episode. So when they're out at Exile Island, they had a shot of him just laying on the boat while the wind is blowing over him, like freezing cold. Do you think he's like I would have hid by the bushes? You know what I mean? Like trying to make a nice little spot where it's a little bit warmer. Do you think they were just like lay on the ship? We want to get this shot of you. So I'm saying, uh, well, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, because um, but also I think that like you're not just gonna go be one place the whole time. Like I would also be so bored and I'd want to go do a ton of things. That's fair, but I guess so. But I mean, like that's a weird like just to lay there with the wind blowing. Like it's got to be cold as hell. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but, no, and I I I do have an important question that kind of ties all of this together. Is this peak hotness for Jeff Probst? Is this as hot as he is? Ooh, that's he's a good 13. question. He's, he looks so good, you guys. Ooh, can I look it up real quick? I want to see it. I it's gonna. I don't know if they're gonna have a progression, but I just think that we need to. I'm sure there's some site. To feel it. I'm sure someone out there is just sick in the head and has got a screenshot of Jeff from every single season and just yeah puts it in order. Ooh, or let's see. I'm gonna look up what Google has if they have a ranking. Um. Yeah, going. I just wanted. To, I thought that we would be doing a disservice to. Jeff no, Probst, if we didn't yeah. just talk about how this is probably when things started really come together for him. But here's the thing: there's uh, been there's been points in time in the last few seasons, even though it's a little unruly. It's like, dude, you are fifty something, and you're you've got it together. He's still a handsome handsome yeah, chap. A lot, of, I mean, very much so. Um. Then the other thing is, so we go to uh, Hiki, right? Correct. Yeah. We go to them going to they're gonna to go to the tribal. Um how do we feel about odd numbers of people on the tribes? Because it automatically creates a gender gender advantage right away. Absolutely. It does. It's and so I really would have liked to have seen six or four, and they do four now, I believe. But mm-hmm. um I just think that that is, is anyone paying attention to what I'm saying here? Cause I'm not getting any eyeballs. No, no. I know what you're saying because hey. they also did it because they split them three men. They had two tribes with three men and then two tribes with three girls. So okay. they tried to split it like evenly women, yep. women. Sorry. Yep. Nope. I, I do apologize, but it kind of is interesting how they tried to split it, but those are going to okay. play out right away. And it makes it interesting right away as well because we already had a swing vote. Like first episode, we had one person who had to make a decision on what side they wanted to go. Yeah, and I think that she probably made the right choice. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I think once you once you eliminate once you isolate yourself, well, I don't know. I just think if she. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I it's jumped like, there. Maybe well, it wasn't if, a decision. But if you don't have any alliances on either side, are you going to trust the women to be on your side? Like, to pull in one of them yeah. or pull in one of the men? And like, you know what Nate and Seku value. Exactly. They value, like, athleticism or, like, something like that. And I think Fran- well, I, I was thinking Francesca, because Francesca and Stephanie remind me of each other. But yeah. Stephanie is... Uh, yeah. Well, who's going to make the fire if if freaking seiku leaves man like, dude he was trying to strong Stephanie, he was getting into her grill seiku was. was i'm surprised michael didn't have more of a fight against it i thought i thought you would have more something to say 
I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I just tried to not get too invested in these episodes. Like I tried <laughs> hard because I know how long we have to go. And these are two of my first favorite episodes of all time. Like if I could watch yeah. two episodes to start a season besides 44. And I mean that. Mm. Yeah. Dude, these are so good. Oh, thank you for saying that. 44 had such a great start to the season. Um, Yeah, it really, really did. Um, so, Seku, let's just let's cut to the chase. He's first, gone. First guy, first vote out here in season thirteen. Yeah. See you later. Donald he... Trump vibes. Donald Trump vibes. This dude gave a lot of like. It was like where just like the fire comment. Where's the fire going to be if I'm gone? And then he also says, "When I do build this fire, it's going to be the best fire. I assure you." He says, "Just make that. sure you cool. have enough firewood to keep to like, fuel it." Okay. Like then show us exactly. like just a lot of that vibe. I'm really happy he's really happy mm-hmm. he's gone. He was an entertaining character, um, and someone that I think we needed for for the right amount of time. And then it was going to get bad. He was, but I'm always for sending a toxic person home early, and I think they sent a toxic person home. Exactly. Again, theme of 44: get rid of the toxicity. No more toxicity on Survivor. Cancel the toxic. Toxic. <laughs> Okay, all right let's move boxes. yeah let's move on to the next episode episode no, two we gotta talk oh. about just tribal real Wait. quick no we talked about Seku went home i know but i just okay yep let's go to the next episode wait can i ask a question can you guys rank your favorite tribe one to four right now in terms you, of like what characters we like the most or what, who do you like to watch what tribe are you enjoying to watch the most after oh. one after one episode yep i can give you my list real quick yeah why don't you just do that I enjoy the green tribe, Puka Puka. Yeah. Second is the Hiki tribe, the yellow tribe. Third is the blue tribe, the Raro tribe. And then fourth is Aitutaki, the red tribe. I think Aitutaki is just kind of bland right now, where these other ones are kind of more interesting to me. Like, I really enjoy Hiki and Puka Puka. Also. I'll fight back with you on that. I think the okay. dynamic between Ozzy and Stephanie. Christina. Christina, Christina of course. <laughs> I think that that vibe is super fun and like just an instant. It's a vibe thing. Like he straight up goes, yeah, I don't like her. One, because she's a cop. Because she's like, a cop. Fuck <laughs> the police. Yeah. Like, it's I, such I, a bar. It's just a, it's just are- a classic battle. And I really, really like that energy. Um mm-hmm. And they give That's us a, a couple one. snippets in that. And I, I do enjoy watching that. And I would fight back and I'd say, I really don't love watching the uh, P- Puka tribe. Okay, but like... Not boring. Everyone's just like happy and understanding of each other. Oh, yeah. Sorry, they're good people. <laughs> exactly. I don't want that on my television. Why am I watching reality TV? Not for good people. Yeah, but are you watching it for JP and Cecilia? I don't know a single thing about either of them. JP and Cecilia are not... Tertiary characters. Tertiary. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. I no will no I will agree and disagree with both of you. I've got Puka first, I2 second, and then Raro third, and Hiki fourth. Uh, okay. Racist. Uh, but hey, <laughs> I would say that Raro is really fun to watch because I think Adam is tremendous television. I think that there's, I think that this He's, is. Adam is hilarious. All the time. Like, yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's like Carolyn, but Carolyn made it work. Like it's like, what are you doing? Like <laughs> you're making bad decisions. So I'm just questionable. And I appreciate um, like Jonathan Penner and Flicka are just trying to kind of keep it calm and they're like, okay, like it's not a big problem. And Adam's just like, why are we building the floor? Like we don't need a floor. Penner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well then, let's. That takes us right into episode two. Um, that that's one of the opening scenes, I think, in episode two. Is that right, or is that later on? Yeah, opening scene. Yeah, Penner, yeah Penner, opening Penner scene. comes back. Yeah, first one is yeah. Hiki's still struggling with uh. Hiki's still struggling with fire. Ozzy tells Christina that some of her or knows that Christina's ideas are dumb. He's like, I know she's dumb, but I'm not going to tell her. And then we get Raro tribe getting all up into it about the elevated floor of their their camp which i just want to say we've already touched on this but like that's a basic rule of survival like yeah. no brainer to elevate a floor no brainer who else i can't believe penner candace parv and flicka 
no one there is like I guess Penner maybe, but he doesn't seem like he's really got him. He's not super dialed in the whole camp yeah. and survival thing. They're so definitely not. No super one really knows, but like, yeah, Adam is just blustering about, and no one is stopping him. <laughs> I can't believe that. Can't believe that. Well, what else happened? Past past the. I can't even remember. Well, the next the next thing is Billy is uh, importantly conserving energy. We need to, he's got to <laughs> save it up for the well, challenge. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get that he's not on the outside or he feels like he's on the outside because his culture is not Mexican. His culture is metal music. This That's where we get that line. It's, I, uh, I can't think of anything that I'm passionate enough about to identify my nationality. <laughs> that's kind of you know on par can you say um, can you imagine saying my culture is golf or my culture is um, basketball yeah, like, like what we're a proud irish mexican mutt here um the fact that he's doing this is nuts and yeah. um do really respect him though because i think that like you got to play the i'm the outsider card play the sympathy card and he does find a little schism gives him gives us a run yeah but, oh, get out of here he found like i said not stephanie christina yep. and oscar who she, as she calls him oscar trouble anyway he, he had four people throwing a challenge for him i don't know how much of a schism he <laughs> found christina was not throwing the challenge for him also <laughs> Two two things on the challenge throw. One, Ozzy suggests it, suggests it first of all, and then after suggesting it, he's like, "I don't want people to think I'm in charge." But he's like telling everyone what he thinks they should. He do. Yeah, not, he does not do a good job of. of yeah, he, when, he tried to. Yeah, he's the he's the leader. Definitely. He tried to play it a little bit, but it was not like he's you're not, saying good. At yeah, all. he's just like he's good at it, and he's just like not self aware enough to like take a backseat. Mm-hmm. He's just like, "I'm good at it. I'm going to do it," and like he's usually doing the right thing. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, he's playing well so far. Um, and then number two, real quick, on the throwing the challenge thing, JP concurs with Ozzy immediately. He's like, I was thinking the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. just glad he was the one that said it. Yep. And then when they get to the actual challenge, they're like, someone needs to sit out. JP is like, nope, I am not part of this. I'm sitting out. And I was so confused by that. Like, why didn't he want to be in the challenge? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, my thoughts were that they needed billy to be in the challenge yeah because that would have i guess they didn't need it but that would have been that would have been um and then they they didn't want christina to sit out i think yeah yeah but but couldn't they had cecilia sit out and then like it's hard to convince i'm surprised they tried to convince billy that they want their biggest person to sit out of a challenge you know, it just seems like well, a... yeah, Billy was like, I'm awful with memory stuff. I should sit out. And then they just ignored him. And like we're like, no, yeah. JP's like, I'm sitting out, I'm sitting out. Well, JP is a dumbass. So well, it is kind of fair that this is would fair not, enough. We would not want him on the he's not very agile. I mean, you know, Billy's got a little bit more mm-hmm. quickness, maybe laterally. Verifiable. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the challenge is Jeff reads a story about the cook islands and how they're discovered and explorers and all these numbers and locations and whatnot they have to remember it then they go through an obstacle course they have to climb grab tiles that are like going to fill in the blanks of answers as they're doing this ozzy's just taking his sweet time with the nods kind of la di da da their tribe's getting in the back and everyone gets across there's a photo finish which later is ruled after instant tie. replay they take it to Secaucus. they rule it a, a tie which it seemed like a tie it seemed pretty damn close but i really have a hard time believing that it was a literal tie but fair we'll take it and then the... which team actually finished first though like like and puka. then puka got ruled the winner puka puka on, the the, on the field puka yes, scored. But, but raro was not on their mat on time i too yeah, Rero, Rero. Rero. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So I2's t- taken up the rear. They get to the last stage of the obstacle course as the Hiki tribe is about to finish the puzzle. They Ozzy shuffles out across the line. Their hands are up. Okay, it's over. And Ozzy is mid-twisting the rope and getting he's, Billy dude. getting Billy to fall off into the water. A, hilarious, and he's a dick for it, but I love it. 
B, he did it in a way so that only Billy fell and not Sundra it or was, Re- Rebecca. It was unbelievable. Wrong tribe, but I appreciate totally the wrong name drop there. <laughs> totally wrong tribe. Um, I knew where you were going. It was Christina. Cecilia and, and Christina. Cecilia. Cecilia. Yeah. Um, he's elite. He's so... Dude, because <laughs> he had it wobbling and then got off and dropped him. Like, yeah. that was impressive, even though it was also... A very much a dick move. So unnecessary. He's like, I'm going to vote you out and I'm going to make you fall. So. So I would love just real quick to wrap up the end of this challenge here in a very monologue sort of way. And it's not going to be very long, but. We see Billy trudging across. He's wet. He's kind of unhappy. Gets to the gets to the mat. Last place, I2 gets to pick who goes to exile. They pick Yule from the Puka tribe because he's the strongest member and they want to weaken him. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. He, he does look strong. He looked jacked. There was a cut, a scene of him, a quick cut, where he was mm-hmm. like ripped up. Really? Then we get back to the maps. We're kind of looking at everyone. You know, the winners are happy. Span over to Billy and he kind of standing there dejected, looks across at the Raro tribe and, and mouths to a couple members over there. I'm next. I, I'm going home. And they, and it's it's Candace and Parv. And they mouth back, oh, well, we love you. And then Billy mouths back, I love you. Um, I see the floor. With a little smile. Oh, uh, he is. He looks bashful as all get out. My guy is giving him the puppy dog eyes. Oh. So can we think back? And if we can't, don't. Do you guys remember this moment first time you saw it? Probably pretty forgettable, or do you think that this is something that stuck out to you in the moment? Not in the moment. He I love you, didn't he? He He said, I love you. Yeah, it definitely stuck out to us in the moment. In the moment it did? You guys have to comment on it and let us know, but I think it stuck out for the first time, listeners. It stuck out and where it really like gets hammered home and we'll we'll spend plenty of time on it here in a second is how he brings it up at tribal, which is just legendary shit. Oh, it's so it's man, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Dude, I wonder how often it gets brought up in his real life. Oh. Like if it's anymore, do people still mess with him about it? I, at the time, I'm sure he got a ton of flack. I'm sure. I'm sure, man. I I would hate to be like, how many months do you think he waited for this season to come out? And he he just had to wait there and know that his friends and family were going to watch him confess his love for a random person on TV. Well, I wonder. Oh, it gets brought up. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll 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 talk about it. Um, so the next thing that we we get, unless anyone has any last thoughts on Billy, Um, which I I want to give us plenty of time for. I will say. You feel for him. Like, I think that that's something that we should address, maybe. Like, you just, you do feel for him. Like, I think that, I don't think that he was stressing that people were going to watch him to confess his love. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that that was at all on his brain. So, mm-hmm. no, I do and- want it on record that I do feel for Billy. Um, An all-time character, pound for pound, probably the greatest character that has ever been on Survivor. Pound for pound. Pound for pound. Okay. Minute, maybe minute for minute instead minute of pound for, for pound. pound. Which is exactly what pound for pound means. You guys don't need to make a fat joke about Billy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, pound pound, he's probably he's probably number one. Pound for pound. He's, he's, yeah. Francesca's he maybe the only rival. Francesca is a big rival. Um, considering her two seasons in the same amount of airtime. <laughs> Oh man. All so right. Christina, we get a quick cut too. She right before they go back to do tribal because she's they're gonna go vote out Billy, who they just do the challenge for. She says, I feel like Ozzy is in charge. So we'll we'll get No, to she that. doesn't. She says Oscar. Excuse me. Oscar is in charge. She she's onto it. It's it's like you know when you're in trouble when your parents use the full name. Like she's just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not here for your shit. I'm on to you, Oscar. Exactly. She went. Um, she re- went and ran hit her his ID and set, saw his government name. You know, so that's that's what she's going by. The the next scene is Yule, and 
Yule does some work here. I will say, let me, let me, I'll save it for the end because we need to give him his, his due. Yule goes to the exile island. There's another clue. Penner had one clue about making a top mark and he kind of figured out that it was an A and didn't quite get it. Yule gets a, a second clue that really points him in the right direction in a, in a big way saying you have to stand so you can't see the second island and some other thing. And he just like draws a line, says it's got to be along here. Starts yeah, he digging. finds like four spots or four something spots, like that. Four spots on the line, starts digging, finds an idol. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty quickly. Pretty. I mean, pre- the way they edit it, it looks like he needed two clues in 30 minutes and he found it. Like, yeah, it, it looked impressive and how quickly he figured it out. I don't know if it was maybe Survivor adjusting to... You know, I feel like he was probably it. digging a little while just because like the, the, the last hole was huge. Yeah, it so was. he was probably digging a while, but he just kind of. Penner was kind of like confused and like not confused, but he's like, is that what that means? And like, what am I doing? And yeah, you always like, OK, well, that's what that is. And that's mm-hmm. what that is. And here's where it is. And dig, dig. Got it. Yeah. And he look, didn't even look like when he found it, he was like, oh, nice. Look at that. I found it. Like, <laughs> here's the idol. Like in, you know. It just seemed like he was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. it's interesting thinking about what the idol is now compared to when he found it. What he was like, oh, this is just an advantage, I guess. You know, I bet they didn't even have the word advantage back then. It's a different time. What, what, was, what, did it, what was on there? It said something like you have found great reward in this game or pa- something. Power in this game, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. Power in this game. Ah, They do use that now. And so we have to remember, this idol keeps him safe if he's voted out. He doesn't have to play it till after the votes are read, and it's up until final four. Which is, you know, it's a great advantage. Like, if I'm on the block, maybe I just don't stress, and then if I get voted out, I just play the idol, and then I'm good. Like, I think that that's... that's, To me, as this is an early introduction to how the... Idol mm-hmm. works. That makes sense. I think that this is how an idol should be played. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's it, what it is. So. And it is a great advantage. That's great power in the game. This yeah. is what we nowadays, though, we call this a super idol because mm-hmm. it's so powerful. Idols after see after this season, I think idols, except with the exception of maybe one or two, have to be mm-hmm. played before the votes are read. And so this one can be played after the votes are read. Yeah. So it's super powerful. Very, very clearly, it can never be misused. That's all it is. It's exactly. Exactly. But as long as you have it in your pocket, you're good. The also the thing is, I bet you when you're on this island, there's a lot of paranoia. Like it's also scary because you have no choice but to use it when you need it. There's no saving it. If you need it, you need it. So it's yeah. just it's the one question bad. is if uh different way to look at it if a if an uh, alliance member gets voted out, there's like a there's a bit of a debate. Like maybe I play it for them, maybe I don't. Yeah, so I wonder what those rules are. Can you just come out and be like, hey, I want to play it for them? Yeah. After the votes are read, you can play the idol. Interesting. Anyway. Okay. Big advantage. Big advantage. Shout out Yule. Found Shout out Yule. Super quickly. I feel like we're going to be seeing him a little bit more. Was locked in. He was locked in. So back to I2. Christina, front and center. Well, Billy kind of weaseling around as we alluded to earlier but christina doesn't trust ozzy is really doesn't trust oscar is really the uh the crutch of the matter here and so she's kind of sort of trying to put out feelers to see if they can make a move did did she get far what did you guys think about her efforts um i think ultimately it's really hard to make your argument in a provider friendly survivor Mm -hmm. like you were talking about him versus Billy. Like if you're talking about him versus JP, like if JP wasn't doing anything, like maybe we can talk about it, but these two are just too different. I think she was fighting mm-hmm. enough of a battle and she knew that she's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I just want to reiterate Michael's point. Like she tried, but the question is, do you stick with Ozzy and JP or Billy and Christina when Ozzy and JP are your two physically dominant 2007 season 13 survivor contestants. Mm-hmm. She had, she had no shot. No, not, not at all. And I think the reason that they threw the challenge was to vote Billy out. So 
you guys kind of already the the whatever is it the nails already in the coffin or something rather yeah. mm -hmm. like it's kind exactly. of over. exactly so she tries does go ahead we, we go to tribal nothing really seems to happen before tribal we go to tribal normal questions we get a little bit of a back and forth billy and jp kind of going at each mm -hmm. other jp's like well you didn't really try at all like we weren't doing much for the tribe and billy just you know god damn it he he gets it he gets what this is about billy this is a direct quote i don't even care because i have my prize i fell in love love at first sight me and candace told each other we love each other at the last challenge <clears throat> candace from the Rero tribe yes jeff is eager to get everyone's take on what just came out of Billy's mouth. He said, forget the game. Let's hear what the fuck's going on <laughs> yeah. with Candace and Billy. The, the word I had for like, Not to be disrespectful, but this is impossible. <laughs> it's impossible for a multitude of reasons, but the first of which is, I don't think like Jeff had any idea. Maybe the camera, I guess the camera picked up the I love you. So maybe they told him that it might be mm. coming but he was not expecting this at all like he was floored he was like what mm -hmm. that's that's probably i mean top five craziest things that have ever been said at tribal it's it's up there it's i i don't i don't even know we love billy that's all we can say we love billy he, he's a legend for this reason right here he he came out and said it I I feel like we get some some follow up content on this at some point, checking in on the two of them. But we're, for, we're, yeah, sorry to interrupt. How do you feel about how JP handled that situation? I thought JP did a poor job at JP, Tribal. JP desperately needs some therapy. Um, JP is has <laughs> got a lot of demons working in there, and I think that he handled that horribly. He got so pissed, just blew up on Billy. And for, like, yeah, Billy is just trying. Like, he's just trying. Like, it's not like there's an audience. It's not like there's a jury. Like, mm -hmm. he's trying to do anything right now. And, uh, yeah, he's not happy about it. Yeah, JP's got some issues. Billy is just, he's so confident in it is the thing that gets me every time. I've seen this scene a bunch. And he, there's no, no stutter. He's not people question him he's not he's not second guessing himself he is sure that they are in love and i did hear in a post season interview candace said she loves metal so they were gonna form their own metal tribe God. and go and win their own game as survivor if they had had some time i don't know what sparks would have been flying on that island so billy billy goes home is the long and the short of it here christina's efforts are for not and our our hero gets voted out. Our hero indeed. Uh not much else to be said. I think that all in all, this is a very entertaining first two episodes. I have one thing to say. I... <laughs> so there is something else to be said. Just one thing. As you watch this season and you find yourself not enjoying it, just quit on Survivor. It's not for you. Yeah. It's not for you. I'm like that. If you don't enjoy this season, it's you're not a Survivor fan. This is the this is Survivor perfection in the season. And I, I'll go to my grave with that statement. I will say I, I completely agree. I remember a lot of this season because I've seen it a handful of times. I don't remember the next few episodes super well. So mm -hmm. and, unless I'm missing something, I feel like the, the fun stuff happens. There is. The I, yeah. I I just think that I'm very excited for Nate the Great. Oof, he's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't say. He's great. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be we long. need we need to build some numbers and to switch yeah. some numbers before we have some fun. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And so we're excited for the season. We only covered the first two episodes on today's pod. We're probably going to cover two or three more episodes for the next pod. So make sure at home. I say we three. 
Three? We can get three in for the next pod? We do three and we keep it. I think that the the, the intro is very important here. The the bringing the backstories are important. I think yeah. we'll be able to roll through these next ones a little bit quicker. Quicker, yeah. Um, we can do three in three, a pod. Three will be yeah. a good number. That yeah. sounds great. So watch the next three. That's episodes three, four, and five at home on your own. We'll have a pod episode up coming in the next couple weeks after this. We're we're really excited for this. We're gonna we're gonna watch all of season 13 throughout the summer. We might try to squeeze in another season if we got time before season 44 of Survivor comes live in September when we will be covering that. Whoa, for, 45. Did I say 44? Yeah. That's we're crazy. on we're on Trump. No. 45. 45. Season 45 is coming up. Um, so we, we got some fun stuff coming your way. Stay tuned to voting in the majority. Any last thoughts for the listeners, guys? No, not at all. I have a spoiler, but I'll save it. So, yeah, yeah, love to the children. All right. Love to the children.